Welcome to Through the Cades, the podcast where you get to meet members of our community with interesting stories. And we have a really interesting story today. My name is Elaine Monaghan. I'm a professor of practice. I teach journalism at the Media School at Indiana University, Bloomington. And I'm here co-hosting with... Violet Bear, I'm producer of Through the Gates and MA student at the Media School. And our guest today is a former student of mine who is still a student. But that's not what's really interesting about Nicole Cardano-Hillary. Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you're quite famous, Julie. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Nicole, for our listeners who don't already know, is a guard on the incredibly successful IU women's basketball team. And we are all so proud, all of us, of the historic win that you and your teammates have had this this year. And we want to hear about it. We want to know how it's been for you and hear a little bit about your story. So Nicole, I feel like we have to begin at the beginning because you're actually from Spain originally, aren't you? Yes. And I ended up going to college, my first college at George Mason University. And then I decided to transfer and then that's how I ended up here at Indiana. And you're you're in your first year here, right? Yes, just finished my first year. So that must be a, I mean, it must have been an incredible ride for you. Like a, in one year at Indiana, you have helped lead your team to a historic victory. So why don't you tell us what that was like? It was crazy because originally I wasn't supposed to play this year because of transfer rules where you're supposed to sit out a year um, and then play. But because of COVID and because everything that has happened, they allowed a one-time all, everyone is eligible to play rule, I guess. And so that, you know, made me eligible. And, and that was super exciting. And like you said, I mean, being able to make history and um, just have such a fun time with with my teammates was was an incredible experience, to say the least. I'm going to let Violet ask a question because we both have so many and I have to take turns. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you've been hearing uh, with NBA and lots of other teams this year, because of COVID, they've had bubbles, right? They're, they're just sort of a controlled space. I think IU Soccer did that too. Did you all have something like that or was it a little more um, open? No, yeah, we definitely were in a bubble and uh, we all, we were actually you know, a few teams in the NCAA women's basketball that they got through the whole year without one COVID positive test. So that was very impressive and exciting for us because that means that we never had to have a pause in our season um, or anything of that nature. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the bubble, you know, consists of obviously staying safe and, and kind of not risking your health or obviously the health of others and um and just staying kind of safe so nicole i'm i'm really intrigued by the position that you play in the team um which is as you know guard as as we've pointed out but also a kind of second coach so tell us about about that the, that position it's it's kind of like a point guard and we talk about it because it's 
the coach kind of giving the point guard commands as in, okay, what, what are we running? Whether it be a play call or what defense we're running. And it's kind of the point guard's job to, to make sure that everyone on the team knows is that we're running um, and, and kind of getting everyone in position to run the play or to, to get in the defense, you know, whatever it may be. So, so it is kind of that second coach because you're, you're passing along what needs to be done at that point in time. Yeah. Um, and maybe you can tell me a little bit or tell us a little bit about uh, what's been so sort of special uh, this year, because you all really did an impressive job and you were able to get farther. I, I think you made history. Is that right? Um, so can you tell us a little bit about uh, some March Madness terminology that our listeners may not be totally familiar with? Yeah. So like you said, we we made history. We made it to the Sweet 16, which we'd never done before. And then we also made it to the Elite Eight. Um, so that was very exciting. And, and I mean, I don't know if you're aware, but during the tournament, it's sudden death. So if you lose, you're out. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was so exciting to, to be able to celebrate and, and just play good basketball with my teammates and, and having that big stage because as a as a basketball player that's kind of the dream I mean it is the dream that's that's the highest level of of play that you can that you can get to and and as a team everyone's goal you know should be to get to the NCAA tournament so being there and experiencing that was was incredible you're how would you describe the kind of player that you are on the court is, is your style of play why you have that position or is it your personality or is it a mixture of the two just talk to us about what it feels like to be up there and you know in this tough position of I mean I, I guess sort of trying to stop people from scoring at least some of the time yeah um I feel like my position at the moment has to be you know, kind of just getting down and, and doing the little things and and doing what what needs to be done and kind of being like that scrappy player on the court. And and I love the fact that the coaches trust me enough to to be able to fill that role. And and I just try to do it to the best of my ability, really. <laughs> now that you guys have gotten to this point, do you think the feeling has changed on the team of uh what what can happen? Do you think strategy is changing a little looking ahead to next year? I mean, I definitely think that, I mean, our goals were were high and now they're even higher and and we know that we can make it and we know that we can we can pursue those goals and and have, you know, a real good idea of how it feels to be at that point. And and now we have kind of that, you know, that that feeling in our gut that's like, well, we don't want to you know, lose again, or, you know, or we know that we can win. So we got to keep going, keep going. So um, yeah, I think we just have now kind of like a, we're on a roll, you know, we got to keep going and that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're excited. I, I know we are, especially for, for next year to, to show what we got to, to the people, you know, next year coming, uh, coming off of such a great season that we had. We're bound to have another one. <laughs>
I think a lot of people in uh, in the IU fan community are counting on that. No pressure. Right. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> well, that's a really good word that you used, scrappy. I think that's an excellent identity for any person in the world right now. Um, because, you know, with all the challenges that we're facing. So I know that technically your team is having I thought I read in one of the many articles that mentions your name, Nicole, um, is having a bit of a break. But I don't think having a bit of a break is really, you know, something you ever do. So what is what does your team do when it's not out there, you know, slaying giants? <laughs> well, um, I mean, our team is full of gym rats. So we just love to to get in the gym and and continue working on on what we need to work and just kind of getting better at like I said the little things the little things is what we we focus on and just getting in there and really just doing what we love too because this is obviously a passion you can see it out on the court and um, being able to to do that passion every day is is not something that everyone gets to do so we're very uh, excited that we get that opportunity this is another big conversation on campus and we don't have to get into all the details of it but i'm just curious because obviously there's a big gender conversation in sports right now particularly in basketball with uh, march madness uh behind us and um you know particularly at iu you know we know that the funding isn't the same for men versus women and uh, sort of the identity is different so i wonder if you could just talk uh um, from your experience, uh, what it's like to be on the women's basketball team, given that dynamic? Yeah, I mean, this topic is, I feel like needs to be talked about more. And we saw it, especially in the NCAA tournament, uh, you know, the women's compared to the men's from the facilities to, to what we got, I mean, to meals, I mean, everything but I mean, really, is it, is it surprising? No, but I, I'm just very excited that, that people are starting to speak up about it and, and people are starting to get an interest and, and realizing that this is completely wrong and, and this is not how it should be. And um, if we can make a change, then, you know, I'm here for it and I'll do what I gotta do. Um, if that means talking about it, then, I will go on and on for days about it, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm just, like I said, I'm excited that, um, especially this year, it has been uh, kind of exposed uh, in a sense with the tournaments. Uh, and yeah, like I said, excited that people are finally talking about it and, you know, changes are being made. Awesome. And in your perfect world, just to follow up, what would be different? Maybe what would be one or two things you'd like to see change? I mean, for starters, just the equality part of it. I mean, you know, the fact that we're not getting the same thing as the men when that's what, you know, quote unquote, the rule is. <laughs> I mean, that's just the minimum. Uh, but just kind of be represented for who we are and not, you know, whatever our gender may be. And so just, just starting off with that. Do you have any athletes that you 
look up to Nicole. I mean, I guess we're living in a moment where, you know, we're starting to see, like you said, more and more women athletes around the world talking about the gender disparities that we see every day um, in our lives. Um, so, I mean, so who do you look up to? Is there, are there people you look up to either as individuals or as sports people? Yeah, I mean, I would say the first person that always pops up in my head is uh, Serena Williams, just because she's such a strong woman. And I mean, she's done so much uh, for the sports world and especially the, the women's side of the sports world. And uh, she has so much to do with with, you know, how people look at women's sports compared to men's or, you know, maybe that comparison isn't getting as as much of a comparison as just kind of a, um, you know, being able to enjoy, you know, both sports without the women's or men's in front of that. And yeah, I mean, I would say that she's probably one of the ones that always pops up in my head when people ask me that question. <laughs> And uh, of course, you're not only an athlete, you're also a person and a student, you know, you've got uh, a whole college career ahead of you in addition to all the wonderful things you'll do for the team. Um, so we know you're studying journalism. Um, do you have any thoughts about uh, what you might want to focus on or what things might look like after after this is all uh, behind you? Yeah, um, you know, I'm actually doing uh, media uh, in kind of broadcasting area. I would, I think I would really like and enjoy that side of media, um, being able to talk. And I mean, especially if it's about sports, um, specifically basketball, obviously, but <laughs> um, I'm a fan of a lot of different sports too. So uh, doing something like that, I think would be very fun and exciting and I think I would truly enjoy that. Yeah, I can I can really hear you commentating, but you've got a lot of years of play ahead of you before that might happen, Nicole, I think, oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear you commentating on basketball. I think it would be a wonderful thing. Um so so you're interested on the broadcast side of things. What what particular aspect of that excites you the most would you say is it the idea of kind of be, being the voice of the story of of sports um or do you see yourself maybe being on camera someday what's your big dream other than basketball um I've done a little bit of you know camera being on camera um in some classes that I've been taking here at IU and I've really enjoyed that um, it's nerve wracking, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's exciting. And then, you know, maybe getting into color commentating or, or something in that nature and being able to just really talk about the game and, and get into, you know, different players and different aspects of the game, I think would be, um, you know, challenging, but interesting at the same time. And I think it'd be very exciting. So um, I think, it's time, unfortunately, already for us to wrap up our conversation, Nicole. So I would just like to thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule to talk to us here at Through the Gates and to congratulate you and your team again on your historic successes this year and to see how much we're looking forward to seeing 
you know what what comes next on on the IU women's basketball team journey. Um, and here from Indiana University Bloomington, this has been through the gates. Um, and I'm Elaine Monaghan, co-hosting with Violet Barron, and saying goodbye. Yes, thank you. <laughs>